0: Hello, this is Ola from Comfort. Hello, this is Doug from Comfort, And you are now listening to Phantasm
1: Fantas- Podcast Phantasm Podcast. <laughs> Maximum Terror That's your target audience, baby! Phantasm Did you know something? I sort of enjoyed it
0: and Sell the metal.
1: Sell the metal. Sell the metal. Sell the metal. Oh! 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 Oh!
2: Hi, this is Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor today. I've got one of my favorite bands on today. We're doing this seven years, never had these cats on. They're, they're taking the time to do this. I'm excited as hell to have. Um, from Keblafar, we've got uh, Oli. Uh, First of all, which is incredible. And then a surprise guest. We've also got uh, Dolkir's Wear as well. So we're going to be talking about this amazing new album, Uh, Till Clover's And I just probably destroyed that, but I I tried. Uh, And uh, we're going to be talking about this record. It comes out November 11th. And uh, thank you guys so much for taking the time to do this today. I really appreciate it.
1: Ah, Appreciate it to be here.
0: Yeah, it's an honor. So, I mean, we've been doing... uh... Promotion now for uh, you know for this album like you said for three the last three weeks or so now so me and all are used to um, <laughs> talk a lot about this album uh but it's really if uh, you <laughs> think that it's actually next week uh, it will be released so i mean uh, the cat is out of the bag for sure for for us too so it's it's quite, it's quite weird to think about but it's also a good feeling so yeah
2: Incredible, incredible, um, and real quick before we jump into the tracks on this album, can you guys talk about the uh, um, the writing process uh, for 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 the new album?
1: Yeah, it's a long time since we started this album because uh, uh, it was in March twenty twenty when everything shut down. We were supposed to go on tour, so back then, that's that's actually when we. Uh, when we started writing these uh, songs. And I don't think, I mean, in the beginning, we didn't really think about it as making an album or anything because we, I don't think we felt ready right from the go, but we had to do something, you know, um, because uh, everything uh, collapsed and we were like, okay, are we just going to sit there and wait everything out? And uh, then we just decided that we wanted to just make some new music just yeah I guess for the fun of it and um, but that um, that really kick-started some uh, some creativity that uh, yeah that that we needed Um, it was actually a good thing to just focus on on writing music and don't have to think about you know tours and uh, booking agents and uh, all that kind of stuff it was it was just us and the music and it in a way when we reflect on it 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 almost felt like uh, going back in the 90s you know <laughs> when it was just something we did for for ourselves by ourselves right
0: yeah because it's, a, it's like Ula said you know it's from the beginning uh from the very beginning when the, uh, when the pandemic hit the world so uh you know I think uh, it was more of a like an escape for us, actually, to go up in, uh, you know, I have this cabin up in the north, in, in the mountains there, which I have been uh, very close connected to since I was six years old. So, I mean, it has been uh, very important to me my whole life, this place. But, I mean, it has become a really important place for the rest of the guys in Comfort too. So, I mean, when the pandemic hit us, I think it was more like, it felt like, more like an escape for us, actually, to go up there and get um, yeah, more or less be together. Actually, it's our uh, but we're we're musicians and we're uh, <laughs> we're close connected to that area. So it's all it all started uh, to grow on us, you know and. Uh, it's very easy to be up there, and it is like Ole said. Uh, it's it's nothing. I mean, you cannot go to the nearest corner to Seven Eleven or something to buy or something like because there is nothing there. I mean, so right. there's just up and nature and uh, and all the animals. <laughs> and, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a very natural thing to maybe go into. Uh, what we do best, you know, create music. Maybe. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and let's let's jump into this album. And again, I won't for our listeners and for you guys. I'm a huge fan. I don't want to butcher the pronunciation. If we could talk about the first track on the album, uh, just both your all's, whatever contributions you'd like to discuss about the first track of the album. Yeah,
1: yeah, levstens understjernen. That's what it's. Uh, that's the Norwegian pronunciation. Uh, I guess it's you could roughly translate it maybe to something like uh, uh, dancing free under the stars or dancing alone under the stars something like that Okay. Um, the word comes from, from that area so it's a little pe- peculiar doesn't really translate but uh, yeah I mean um, uh, on, on these songs I, I write most of the core sort of uh, music for for these songs um and from a songwriting perspective this this one i mean it sets the tone for the album definitely and we wanted to i guess um have something that like we didn't want to rush anything on this um on this album and these songs so um it's not a song that is supposed to sort of immediately grab you in in that sense. It, it, it has a slow sort of build up and, and everything. But it, it's interesting from a songwriting perspective, because it's, it's sort of the, the core music is sort of narrow. And then we explored whatever we can do with this stuff, you know, so the sort of the guitar and the bass and the drums, everything is quite simple. And then we try to explore everything around those uh, kind of motives or or themes. Uh, We also brought in this uh, violin player uh, to play a traditional uh, hardanger fiddle, which is an instrument that that also comes from this area. And is very, has a very peculiar tone. And we we asked her basically to play stuff that you cannot really play on that instrument. Uh, So just to give something, um, Uh, special in a way uh, which we think worked out really really well Um, uh, really I really like this uh, this song and it um, it shows maybe this confidence that we had in ourselves in a way that it's not a sort of Spotify friendly song maybe Um, because it's long and it's slow paced and it has few motives but Uh, I like that kind of stuff. Uh, I find it really interesting. What about you, Dolk? Yeah,
0: I think it's very important uh, to mention um, before we talk about any song, actually, uh, because uh, it was, uh, you know, our previous album, Ophidian's Manifest, it was so very dark and personal, especially for me and Ule, You know, I was at the darkest spot in my life, to be honest. It was... uh, really in the dungeon there and during that process also Ule lost his father and it was a really dark personal album that one so i mean to to even start to create new stuff and start to create a new album we had to go somewhere else and i already mentioned it that this this area this place means so much to us actually and it's uh, all of, more or less this uh, the essence of comfort in a way and uh, we started there actually because uh, that valley in Hallingdal or in Emsel it has so much history going on uh, going back to the pagan roots to to folk music roots to to so you know what you know, what the church used to call the uh, devil worship and stuff like that, you know that things that they didn't understand. So I mean, we we started uh, with our roots and uh, placed ourselves upon in the middle of it, sort of. So I mean. Every song on this album is very, very close connected to the area. And so is Laustadt in Arna too, the first one. It's really connected to, to the history of the place. And uh, there was, uh, you know, these women that they, um, they didn't, uh, the church didn't go uh, they didn't uh, accept them in a way, and uh, they what they didn't understand and what they didn't like, expect, ac- accepted. Back in those days, there always was an easy solution to go with a witch term, you know. So they they easily went on uh, telling that these women were witches, and that, and uh, that they could see them dancing under the moonlight uh, up in the mountains there, and that's that's actually what this theme is about on this song. So it's a very, very theme about the area, about the history and about these women that they they took for to be witches back then, you know, so it's and they didn't understand uh, the dancing in the moonlight. And maybe they had something going on there too. We don't know, you know, so it's more or less a historical event uh from that area that where, where we start the the story of the album solo
2: yeah it's incredible i love the uh, the the tone of it um and then of course the the length of the tracks i, I love just long epic tracks you guys always deliver um uh so l- let's moving on uh track two what can you guys tell us about the second track of the new album
1: yeah this is another uh, long one and this is uh, maybe uh, i mean this is really a song that uh, uh when we wrote it i think it uh, it sort of set set the tone for uh for uh, in evolving sort of the rest of the album as well um we explore things that we haven't really explored before both in terms of sort of um beats and tempos and variations there is a very clear sort of breaking point in this song like halfway through the song uh, and um, you sort of get into this kind of idea and rhythm of how you think the album is going to be but but then it sort of snaps snaps out of that and, and uh, goes into something completely different um so uh when the first song had sort of a very narrow core uh, idea of motifs and stuff like this. This one is much more sort of expansive, but it also has a sort of some huge parts coming towards the end that um, that also uh, gives space for uh, for more vocals and more interesting uh, maybe drum patterns or, or feels and stuff like that. Uh, it's also I mean, this song is uh, a lot about the, sort of the um, core forces, maybe of nature, and uh, it it places you uh, in this, well, in this place where, where sort of everything uh, happens, and we we also created a, a video for this where we basically just walk around in the surroundings um, next to where we made all this stuff. Right.
0: Yeah, but I mean, again, again, it's the same thing. I mean, fountain uh, the is like uh, you know, it's so connected to the area. It's maybe one of the most famous stories actually from that area. You have. Uh, oh, now you're on song three, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm
2: yeah. talking about tra- no, track two. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I can go back to founding stuff, but
0: I mean, everything, yeah. it, everything is connected here to this uh, area. Uh, and uh, it's like Ole said we made a video out of this song Urkraft, which we are now talking about uh, and uh, and uh, it's uh, it's more going into the album itself, maybe more place us in, a, in the center of everything, and place us in the center of this valley sense. Um, it places us in the center of uh, the album and it's uh, Sort of the the essence of the album, actually, because it's like I like I said when we when we started to create this album, it was impossible for us to go further down in uh, in the gutter like we did with Ophelia's Manifest. We had to sort of find the, the the power and the strength again to be able to rise like the bird phoenix, sort of. And uh, with Ulcraft that's exactly what this song is about. It's like, it's, it's getting the power from the area to be able to rise again, both on a personal level, but also on a musical level. So I think they all go very uh, hand in hand, actually, both the, the video and, um, and the song and the album, uh, sort of, but I mean, for this song, especially, it's like we said, we made a video, but it was not supposed to be a video either. We just had this guy following us uh, for a long time up there with the camera and uh, drones and stuff. And they, and people were asking about, especially this song and this video all the time, there is, they are thinking that. Yeah, you. How did you manage to get this uh, deserted place, or how how long did you search for the place? I mean, to be able to make this video, and that's the the whole uh, essence of it. Because if we didn't search for it, we went outside the door. That's <laughs> yeah, the area we are doing everything. In, you know, creating. It's incredible. The- Created the uh, the album there, so there's no gimmick in that way, you know. Sure. so In in that in that sense, Ulkraft, it's maybe the essence of everything with the with the the members of KAMFAR in the center. Yeah.
2: You guys in your natural yeah. state, it's incredible.
1: Absolutely, and I think we also we try to. Uh, you can see it from the video as well, but when we try to really capture this combination or the um, yeah. The, you have sort of the. The enormous, the scale of the of the landscapes and the mountains and, uh, and stuff like that. But we also try to sort of zoom in on the on the nitty gritty stuff, you know, the, the the rocks and the trees and all that kind of stuff that is sort of on the ground. The contrast be- between these two things. That's uh, sort of a combination also that we try to really encapsulate in this song. So, I mean. Um, I guess for for people who don't want to or don't care to listen to the whole album, I think if if it's one song they should listen to it's this one because it's maybe the most capturing song. I think.
2: Oh, I think the whole record is fucking fantastic. Uh- everybody should experience yeah, it. It, it all of your old stuff is that way it's it's always just a fun experience i i'm an album person not a song person but yeah absolutely it's a fucking yeah. killer track it's good to
1: hear because we are we are definitely album
2: persons as well oh man you guys <laughs> deliver every time um and then let's move into track three what can you guys tell us about that one well
0: i can i can follow up that then because i was starting to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> you know on the, on Stral, the third one that's maybe one of the most easiest one. This um, track four is very, very uh, more easy to explain because it's really connected to um, to uh, uh, most of one of the most famous stories from that valley. Uh, and you know, uh, if I can tell a little bit about it, I mean, um, you uh, up. Uh, we always, through all times, actually, uh, especially here in Scandinavia, but I think all over the place, actually. But, I mean, especially here in Scandinavia, there was always these uh, folk musicians that were traveling around, you know, um, like uh, like they were sort of the, the touring band <laughs> back in those days. You know? Right. So, I had a lot of lot of respect for those musicians uh, that w- went all over to play uh, folk traditional stuff but then again it's like the the church have already got a lot of power here in, in Scandinavia like like they had in, uh, in Rome, you know in, in Central Europe and this valley that we are talking about all the time is like it's still one of the main routes if you want to go to the from the uh, from the east to the west coast of Norway you have to travel through this valley and still you have to do that because it's the main road in the in that that uh, valley actually so it, it it was a lot of um, impressions from uh, from Europe and so that came into Norway you know but um, but uh, the, the the folk musicians they were always really into this this uh, Close connected roots, like we are, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a really a story in this song that uh, that is one of the most famous one in uh, in uh, Nordic folk tunes, actually, and it's uh, it's called Falnitun and that's the area, just you know two kilometers away from our cabin actually and uh, there's a story there that uh, something went wrong actually there was this huge huge uh, gathering or party going on and uh, all of a sudden there was a murder and uh, people were starting to to fight and there's a lot of people dead you know and they blame it on the folk musician and they blame it on that it was the devil himself that played the these tunes that made these people Go into this uh, uh, murderic uh, well, frenzy, bat- basically. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's uh, it's a really story connected to to, to that one, I and mean, it's our it's our foundation uh, actually. We call it fanstral but it's actually our our foundation, which is a famous piece of music in Norway.
2: That's mm. wild. Um, and then into track four, uh, you, you mentioned the three and four kind of connected. Let's let's move on into track four. What can you tell us about track yeah, four?
0: Yeah, because track four, it's it's a it's a really close connected to that uh, to that story because it, there's there was like I said this valley that, uh, that when when Scandinavia was opening up for Europe to get all these. New impressions, especially from, uh, there were people coming, you know, from uh, from Catholic um, places and Rome, you know, trying to spread Christianity and stuff, uh, religion in general, and they came into this valley, and there's a story, actually. That connects this song to to um, uh, and the lyrics of this song to this story because there were some prophets that came into this to, to this valley but the people in the valley uh, were not ready for them and in the end they ended up burning them on the stake <laughs> actually oh, wow. on, on a on a big uh, big fire there in the valley and this song is is a pure. Uh, story of that one it's not it's not uh, going um, any deeper actually it's just our story of what happened there right in the valley so I don't know if you have anything to add musically yeah
1: well the music uh, reflects uh, you know the story and the lyrics both on on this song and and uh, the song before you know it's it's much more uh, chaotic, you know, and uh, and uh, the chaos, especially in the in the fourth song, is sort of a representation of of that sort of chaos with all this clash of of impulses and the fact that uh, the people there were, you know, they didn't know what to believe and not believe, and they were sort of almost afraid of uh, everything from here and there and from the past and from the future, and you can see it, you can see it like on the. On the stave churches in the area, they they, they have carvings of you know um, old sort of Norse mythology and stuff because they they put it there but they didn't tell uh, anyone you know but they had to sort of protect themselves against you know the the old gods but they also had to sort of protect themselves against the new gods and sure. stuff like that so it's a it's a representation of of that kind of chaos and of course the chaos and the drama in in that particular story as well, which is uh, very dramatic. So, so yeah, the music and the lyrics, they connect um, each other uh, here.
2: It's incredible. Uh, and then moving on, uh, what can you guys tell us about track five?
1: Yeah, this one, this uh, <laughs> this could be a long uh, speech maybe. Uh, it's, I think it's the longest. Is it the longest song in the album? I don't remember if it's actually the yeah. long longest, but it's. It, it it's, is. Yeah, it, it has a lot. Yeah, it has a lot of parts. Uh, this turned out in the end to be uh, sort of our interpretation of, uh, you know, a requiem, uh, inspired loosely by the sort of the classical requiems uh, from the classical composers, but we. Uh, of course, we didn't want to copy that. We did, we wanted to make our own interpretation, you know, from um, from the base, from the base of uh, of everything. And um, I'm very sort of satisfied with how we made our requiem from a pure songwriting perspective. I think this is a very interesting song. It has uh, many different uh, parts and motives that work together and work against each other at the same time. It's sort of divided into three parts, but they sort of mesh together uh, in a way. Um, a very sort of fun challenge, uh, I think. I was listening a lot to to these classical requiems when I um, sort of found inspiration for, uh, for making this song. And I think it was also a big sort of challenge for us all of us, actually, as as musicians and uh, and for Dolke as a vocalist, because um, it's a little bit. I mean, there are many things here that push the boundaries of what we have done before, like way beyond what we have done before. Um, very challenging, very interesting, uh, and um, I'm very very satisfied with this song.
0: It's yeah, it's it's, quite, it's incredible. It's quite. In, it's quite interesting Thank you. That uh, uh, you're more like an album guy because that's the same with us, you know. Because to be honest, uh, we have been doing uh comfort for I've been doing comfort for almost 30 years now, and uh, we know for sure, uh, all of us, we know for sure what works on Spotify and what doesn't work on Spotify, you know. So, in, in that sense. This this album is sort of a promotional suicide in a way, but uh, because we have created six long tracks, uh, and uh, we know that we know that you know we, we could we could easily go with a verse uh, chorus thing going on for three minutes or something that hits you immediately, and that's that's not the, the that's not what we are searching for here to be honest because like uh, with this album we. We, it's like Ole started with. It felt like we were going back in the 90s because all of a sudden there was no uh, distractions, uh, distractions anymore. And uh, like, it, like it normally is when we create music, there's always something that you have to answer. There's some offers for going to tours and festivals. They have you have to find something for the label or anything? It's always something going on. But on this album, it was felt like we were back in the 90s because we had only ourselves in the valley, you know? We we did everything in the valley. We recorded stuff in the valley. We, we did, we create music again, just like we did in the early days. And in that sense, you can say that uh, we didn't, uh, we didn't, um, Think about these uh, things about selling points or anything, and that's ma- that's for me personally makes this album uh, uh, um, uh, the best uh, of satisfaction, you know, personal satisfaction. Because in it, this it is, it recdim, also it's like what is a vacuum It's like it's a lot of parts and it's a long thing going on, and for sure it's it's the same thing when it comes to the to the lyrics actually because it's like three different stories but the the stories connect i mean uh, back in the back in the uh, the old uh, days they they used to believe that this if there were some tormented souls if you could call it that uh, during life uh, uh, that uh, that they were tormented and in the end they took their own life or, or they killed them or whatever, you know? Uh, and that's what happened. That what hap- That is what's happening here. Because it, the first part is like these these souls that they didn't understand. They were, you know, uh, harassment and uh, tormented all, all the time. And in the end, the, they get killed, you know? So there's a funeral going on the second part. And on the third part, That's what Ule already said about uh, the uh, the track before, because they these people were living in this valley. They didn't didn't actually uh, they they couldn't uh, grab their thing to to what was uh, true or not. You know, they had to. They were afraid of a lot of stuff, and they were also had this idea that if some souls. Uh, were tormented during life. They maybe came back, and they came back as uh, s- demons, or uh, or wild animals, or um, you know they didn't. They were a little superstitious in that way. And in that third part of the recumb, these uh, people actually com- are coming back as as demons. So I mean, um, it's uh, it's our. Personal requiem. Also, it's also a lot of personal lyrics going on there. But in a sense, it's put. Uh, it's it's in a sense, it's a historical thing. Put way back uh, as an as a requiem
1: today in Kamfers history. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, and, and we also have to mention again uh, this uh, this hodanger fiddle. Yeah, uh, she when she played it on this song we. We asked her, because she's a violinist, but we asked her to to play, because uh, on that part it's it's sort of very symphonic and stuff like that, but we asked her to play the Hardanger fiddle as if it was a violin in a symphony, you know? Sure. To use it in a completely different way than you're used to use that instrument, uh, which gives a completely different tone, because we also tried... She tried it out with a, with a normal violin as well, and we immediately said, no, 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 this is just too nice, it doesn't connect with with the area. But when she did it with the fiddle it was completely different. It really sort of hit hit that spot. Uh, that's also the thing that I think is very interesting to use, you know, um, instruments from this place in a setting that it's not supposed to be used, you know.
2: Right. Yeah. And then on, just because we're running out of time, I'm sorry. I've I've enjoyed the hell out of this uh, track six. If you guys could just kind of sum up the whole masterpiece, this record is fucking fantastic. I love it. Uh, yeah. l- just real quick about something about track six, and I'm sorry for the just the time things running down, and I don't want it to cut us off. Yeah.
1: Yep. No yep. Yeah. Yeah. There, t- uh, yeah. I can I can uh, take a quick introduction to this one, uh, Doc, and then you can. Uh uh, finish it because this this song is uh, again uh, from a songwriting perspective a, a little bit back to to the first song again this this one has sort of uh, simple uh, motives few motives and sort of a simple uh, rhythm but this song uh when i wrote all these motives and parts i really had uh dolk and his vocals I- in mind uh this song is very much written uh you know as a serve or whatever for <laughs> For him, um, because I knew, uh, or we have been working so closely together all these years. Sure. So I, I know uh, things that he can really get inspired by and and uh, and use. And uh, I'm not going to say anything more about this song because, uh, for me, I mean the vocals that uh, that he came up with and uh, and did on this song is for me. Uh, Second to, to none, it's, it's, it's the best sort of uh, vocals in this genre that I've ever heard, so uh, yeah, that's that's just my opinion, I guess. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you, thank you. Uh, just to
0: make it short, yeah, it, it's not a happy ending here either, on this album, I mean, this is also a historical thing, but this is... This is, to make it short, this is uh, when you end uh, everything and you're crawling down to the death uh, kingdom and uh, death is sitting there laughing at you, drinking cat blood. Cat blood from a cup, basically.
2: You guys are such an amazing band. This is the best record I've heard this entire year. Um, Kemfar's new album comes out November 11th. Uh, It's incredible. Check it out dive into the whole thing. It's what I do. I drive around, I listen to it on headphones when I'm at home. I drive around and listen to it in the car. It's a soundscape. It's incredible. Um, I cannot thank you guys enough for taking the time to do this today. It means the fucking world to me. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, sir. Phantasm. And you know something? I
1: sort of enjoyed it. And